just think, man, <laughs> a lot of our superheroes, like Dr. Sebi, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Angela Davis, and so many, many more, they did this without social media. They did, they did this off the strength of just the analog world. <laughs> they didn't need it to be digital. Although you can argue that the television really helped out. Technology has always helped out, in my opinion, our story. You know, the the, the black American story. Um, technology has played hand in hand with our story and our survival and us th- uh, flourishing. And having it all documented. Audio as well. Audio and video. Uh, technology um, in many ways has, has helped to save a lot of lives, not not all lives, but it has helped in many ways. And so I'm sitting here and I'm studying the game and I think it's time for us to start studying our great thinkers and our great people in our in our culture. And so I want to do a highlight today, Dr. Sebi, and try to understand uh, not only uh, what he cured or what he believes he cured, but then what were the what were the causes and effects of doing that? I think that's the real story behind the story. So let's take a look at let's take a look deeper at the cure. IRS, man. <laughs> now, 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 Blue Lace is too. One mm-hmm. of my favorite records on the album. You make a spook who sat by the door reference. You know about that, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I read yeah. that book. But I don't, I don't think you're a spook who sat by the door. I think your intentions are pretty clear. <laughs> well, now I would say so. But even to the, to the point we made earlier, that's one of the reasons I was so vocal about where I was coming from and, and what I represented because right. I, I, knew, I knew who I wanted to mobilize. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna name my last album that spoke to sat by the door. Mm. You know what I mean? When I when I finished my my situation with uh with our partnership at Atlantic. And uh for anybody that ain't seen that book, I mean seen that movie or read the book, it's about a gang member from Chicago who uh, you know, um presented himself in a way he never caught no cases. He was he was he had a clean cut look and he infiltrated the CIA. Yep. And he became educated and became and basically he used their agenda, which was to have a token nigga. In the CIA, for political reasons, you know we're going to speak right. blunt, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, he used it against them. And I think that in terms of hip-hop, you think of the message that they embrace, I, I feel parallel with, like, you know what I mean? The, the, the power structure, I don't mean the culture of hip-hop, but the power structure of music, they got prescribed personas they expect from us. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the way he used their intention against them was, was one of my underlying strategies. You yeah, know you got, you got to put the medicine in the candy. 100%. And what's interesting about that book, all his people used to call him an Uncle Tom and a coon. You know what I'm saying? Sellout. Yeah. But he was there working for them the whole time. Yeah, and, and, he, and he, I don't want to go blow nothing up like he did in the movie, you know what I mean? But just in terms of being able to mobilize his, 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 his homies to a, to a higher cause, you know? That's he, something I, I feel like we all got to do. Me, me and Kendrick and Top and Snoop, Kendrick talked about it in dedication. Mm-hmm. We had a convo at the at the park premiere, just about you know a little bit of what we talking about. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of little jewels that you're saying in there. That's what I like. Like I said, the medicine really is in the candy. Because even when you drop a ball like about Dr. Sebi. Yeah. Like just that one thing, they killed Dr. Sebi, will make somebody go research who, who Dr. Sebi is. Dr. Dr. Sebi. Dr. Sebi. I thought Sebi. Sebi. Take my bad. I said it wrong. He said Sebi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a LA nigga, man. Too. My lingo a little different. Have you met right? Dr. Sebi? I never met him. I met his wife, and I, I take his products for sure. Now, the coolest guy ever. I mean, he was, uh, when we interviewed him, I think he was about 74. Oh, y'all interviewed him? Yeah, we interviewed him twice. Damn. Not here, but when I was on the other show. He was able to jump from the floor up here on his knees. At, at 70 something. On his knees. Yeah. And jump back down and no problems, nothing like that. Why, why you think he they had, killed him? Why do they kill all holistic doctors? Messing up the medical industry. You short stopping that grind. Why do niggas get killed for hustling in front of a nigga's spot? You short stopping the grind. And these niggas, they check is billions. You got niggas that get flipped for a couple hundred thousand. So you playing with some pharmaceutical money, you know? And what's crazy, I'm, I'm working on doing a documentary on the trial of, in 1985 when Dr. Sevy went to trial against New York. Right. Because he, he put in a newspaper, he cured AIDS. Yeah. Did, he, did, he, did he? He beat the he case. Right. Just to go back to the Dr. Sebi thing real quick, what makes you want to do a Sebi. documentary? Do okay. Get Sebi. it right, man. What makes you want to do a documentary about... Dr. C.B. Um, I think the story is important. I think it's a powerful narrative. It is. You know what I mean? And I think if, imagine this. Anybody in this room, if I could say, hey, somebody cured AIDS, y'all be like, yeah, right. And then I could show you an example of him going to trial and proving in a court to a jury that he cured AIDS. Y'all would be interested in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And y'all would look into the way he did it, right? So I feel like more so than like championing his products or explaining his methodology, put some light on that case. Imagine being able to cure cancer or being able to cure any type of herpes and all kinds and of And that's what he do, by the way. That's what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He used to send all types of, of vitamins up to the station. So my brother... You went toe-to-toe -to -toe the government to get the cure out. And instead of them embracing you, they try to kill you. Not only did they try, reports say that they did. So rest in power, my brother. Dr. Seve, rest in power. Much respect to you and your story. And I hope that this episode helps to share your message. And whoever decides to be influenced by the wisdom that you share, that's on them. But we're going to give you a spotlight today. Black Equity. Take a listen into The Cure. Let's deal with this because there might be some folks out there that are looking in here and they're saying, well, how did you learn to do these things, one? And I, I would say, and I think we have something that we'll end up showing on the screen here, um, regarding in 1979, I think it was, uh, you were... Uh, uh, you were charged in New York City with practicing medicine without a license. You were ultimately 
charged, indicted, and taken before the New York Supreme Court. And I would advise my viewers who might be questioning your authenticity that you won that case. Now, what were the, so the charge was practicing medicine without a license and claiming that you had a remedy to cure AIDS, cancer, and diabetes. So the question is, how did you win that case against what some people say are the toughest prosecutors in the land? Well, it was 19, it was 1987. 87, not 79, 87. The 10th of February. Okay. My mother knew they were coming. When I told my mama that I had cured my 13 AIDS patient, she said, they're going to get you. They're going to get you. So let me stop you there. You said I cured my 13 AIDS patients. Yeah. So you had 13 patients yeah. who had AIDS. Yeah. And then you say cured. you cured them. Sure. Keep talking. So my mother said, they're going to get you. I said, but mom, why are they going to get me? Because you must remember that you live in a society that supports a certain philosophy and a certain system. You being the color that you are, black, and then you're going against the grain, they're going to get you. So when I'm in my office on February the 10th, here come the detectives. You are charged with practicing medicine without a license, selling product not approved by the FDA, and claiming to cure AIDS and other diseases. Mm -hmm. I said, yes. Well, you are making a fraudulent claim. I asked the detective, how do you know that? Because you were advertising in newspapers. Of course. I advertised in the Village Voice, the Amsterdam News, and the New York Post. And you were telling people in your through your advertising that you can cure AIDS, sickle cell, lupus, herpes, blindness, diabetes, paralysis, and others. Uh -huh. Okay, so they come knocking on the door and... and so it knocked on my door and took me to jail. But the funny thing about it, I was happy. I was very, very extremely happy. When everybody in my office was crying, I was happy because my mama told me they were coming. And I knew that I had sufficient evidence to prove my position, not only scientifically, empirically, historically, and whatever way they would like, desire. So while I was in jail, I'm saying, I wonder what defense they would have against me. I would like to know. <clears throat> but I didn't blame the Attorney General, Mr. Robert Abrams, mm -hmm. because why should he accept for me the statement that I cure AIDS and sickle cell yeah. and blindness yeah. when no one else has ever made those claims? Mm -hmm. The man had a right to arrest me, but he was making a mistake. So I'm sitting in jail, and I'm happy. When I got out of jail and I began to, when I went in front of the judge, I asked three questions. And they were? They were, Your Honor. You defended yourself? Of course I did. Okay. Your Honor, is it a fact that the Holy Bible teaches that the herbs are for the healing of the nations? 
She said, yes. Is it a fact that science shows that the human body is carbon-based and to complement a carbon-based body, you must have a carbon-based substance to complement it because the body only accepts the substance through the process of chemical affinity. Mm -hmm. Chemical affinity is important. It's an electrical transport. Chemical affinity. Okay. The body could only accept what it is made of, mm -hmm. not something new or alien to it. Mm -hmm. Last question. Your Honor, is it a fact that the father of medicine, Mr. Hippocrates, the man that established the principle of medical science today, cured every disease known to man. Did he use herbs or chemicals? She said, herbs. I said, thank you very much. I rest my case. Okay. Go ahead. So I understood that the state were unprepared to defend itself. They were unprepared because in the past there was 2,781 cases that came before the Supreme Court and lost. Yeah. I won. Yeah. Not only did I prove scientifically, but I had the diagnostic sheets, and I do have them today. Uh -huh. And I don't diagnostic sheet didn't come from me. They came from their school, their American credit accredited medical accredited school were did i read it correctly where there was some requirement for you to actually bring patients a a patient into court from each of those maladies and that you brought multiple patients in court who one testified themselves and that you had medical medical records one showing that they were victims of the disease and then showing that it had been cured by one doctor, and then a second doctor verifying what the first doctor had said. Yes. We have to remember this, that whenever you make a statement that goes against the grain, you better be prepared. Mm -hmm. You better be prepared. The judge said that I had to bring one of every patient that I had cured and there was one that said others. I remember, I remember hearing this story on the come up, but I never studied, studied it until now. And I'm so glad I'm doing it. Man, when you actually are listening to his teachings, it makes a lot of things clear. of how they've been lying to us and what we've been putting into our bodies is, is no good for us. It makes you really want to study more of his teachings and pay close attention to the game out here because health is wealth, my friend. Health is wealth. misinterpreted. Everyone is talking about 
departmentalizing or individualizing disease. When you have diabetes, it's different from having leukemia. When you have sickle cell anemia, most sin is not like leukemia. They're different. When they are not, they've never been different. They're coming from the same source. The mucous membrane of our biological structure has been compromised, meaning that the mucous membrane has been broken. And wherever that broke has taken place, that break has taken place, would determine the disease that you would manifest. Like, for instance, like we always say, if the mucous membrane has been compromised in the nasal passage, it is what? Sinusitis. In the bronchial tubes, bronchitis. On the lungs, pneumonia. In the pancreas, diabetes. On the brain, schizophrenia, paranoia, or Parkinson's disease, insomnia, depending where the mucus is located. So we took the position, and we maintained that position, that there is only one disease manifesting in a thousand different ways, the compromising of the mucous membrane. So that led Ma'a and I to think about not only addressing to one part of the body, but to address the total body, because the body is all interconnected and interrelated. We can't treat one side without the other. So we say, just go for it. An intracellular cleansing. Self-explanatory. Cleaning every cell that makes up every organ and system that totals the biological you. Meaning cleaning all of you. Not only your colon. Like many have decided to do. To concentrate on the colon. No. We concentrate on the whole human body. Cleansing the human body is only but one part of the whole journey. The other is bringing back the energy that was lost by the presence of disease. That energy is supported by minerals, live minerals. Phosphate of iron, phosphate of calcium, and phosphate of everything that we're going to use will have to be phosphate. Why? Because they, and they alone, are electrical. So as we recommend the intracellular cleansing, we know that the person in question, patient or client, has suffered the loss of energy by the presence of such disease. So, apart from part one, which is the cleansing, now we have to revitalize the system because it has been weakened. We can't select comfrey and golden seal, aloe vera, peppermint, and genesia. No. We have to go to Kalawala. We have to go to Contrivo. We have to go to Cordoncillo Negro. And we have to go to the one that I favor most of all, the Pavana. Now we are talking about electric herbs, 
for an electric body. After we selected these plants, these electrical plants, we made these compounds. In administering these plants, these compounds, we see that immediately in less than 24 hours our patient is saying, I am already feeling the effect of this these medicines or this food. Why? Because they are electrical. So, there is an intracellular cleansing and the revitalizing of the same. that it's all linked to the mucus your body carries then you gotta look at what foods bring mucus in and then you gotta start looking at all the advertising they're trying to give you more and more mucus y'all so you gotta say no to all mucus foods Wow. If this ain't black equity, I don't know what else is, yo. We just pulled out a major rare diamond. A rare, a rare pearl. Pearls of wisdom. Pearls of wisdom. I got documents to substantiate that I curate, right? So what's up? What's up? Well, I'm going to show you what's up. When I was in Zimbabwe, the, 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 the Department of Health said, why do you come to us saying that you could help us? And your leaders in America didn't help you. My leaders in America? What do you mean by that? <laughs> they mentioned Mr. Firecard. I said, just a minute. I don't follow any man. I follow women. And I don't follow sick people. Because if I follow sick people, then I've got to be sicker. <laughs> I go to Brazil. They say, why aren't you... If your leaders didn't help you, why should we? I said, my leaders, again, they brought these leaders in front of me. And they mentioned something like Al Sharpton and, and Jesse Jackson. I said, oh, God. <laughs> I said, why you all ask me about these people? I don't never, I never knew of Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton or Oprah Winfrey promoting something that is equitably good for the black community. That's never been. What they could do is march. That I know. But why do you ask me about it? I'm asking you. Why can't you incorporate this in your, in your repertoire? You said me, I have no leaders. My leader's my mama. The biggest testicles that anybody I've ever seen, they was on my mama. <laughs> so don't ask me about leaders. I don't follow leaders. 
I never were part of that thinking. I don't need anyone to lead me someplace. So now I'm asking you, what do we do now? I curate. Are you going to call Oprah? You don't need to. She could advertise a million pieces, broken pieces, right? But that's fine. But she cannot advertise the cure for humanity. But there's one little dude that got himself in trouble. And he was totally unaware of what was going to happen. This little dude, I'm home with my wife, enjoying myself. A Sunday afternoon, looking at TV, somebody threw a rock on my window. It's Randy Jackson. Yeah. What's it you want? <laughs> my brother want to see you. Your brother? Michael? <laughs> okay. I went. Well, he's sick as hell. Well, I treated him. And he got cured. He saw it. And he was encouraged to take me to the Rayborn building on Capitol Hill. Oh, my God. This is going to really confound you. Michael Jackson took me to the Rayborn building on Capitol Hill on the 31st day of March. April. No, of March. March. It was March. 31st day of March of 204. I said, why are you taking me there? Because you curates. I said, but what makes you think that they are interested in that? What makes you think that the world is interested? I don't care if it's any country in the world. They are not interested, especially Africa. They were never interested. Eight. 